The truth lives. Political bombshell starring Rishon Blyden. It's a hump day party song. Turn up them speakers and sing along. Worked all week trying to make a dollar listening to that boss man holler. Take a look and what do I see? Middle of the week, halfway free. It's party time tonight. It's a hump day party song. Turn up them speakers and sing. Good morning, good morning. It is January 2nd, 2019. The first show for Political Bomb Show of the New Year. How are you? How was your New Year's? Or New Year's Eve, I should say. Did we recover yesterday? I know I did a little bit. But I'm not here to talk about that. What am I here to talk about? I don't know yet. So far, all I got for you is the news. As I am still not a hundred percent. Okay. So anyway, we're gonna be talking about homicide surgeon in the nation's capital DC. Let's make a deal on border brief invitation. Trump, calm down and enjoy the ride. Courts room full resurrects Mueller the donkey team's prior botched legal work. Sink U.S. aircraft carriers. We'll talk about the update of virus named for enemy demon likely. Culprit in a newspaper attack. We will talk about um, Trump all day. Kanye reaffirms support. Year's end poll approval. We'll talk about the Rose Parade float, how it caught on fire, and so many things right after this. Someone who always likes to glide yeah. You decide if I'm worth being revived Revive. Suicide if it's not worth staying alive. alive I'm down, please help me I'm down, please help me Who am I? Someone who always likes to glide, likes to glide. You decide if I'm worth being revived Revive. Suicide if it's not worth staying alive. alive I'm down, please help me I'm down, please help me I gave her everything She took my loot and left me lonely yeah. I've been losing, always dying I won't win, I'll rather quit I'm up then, I'm down But it's torture playing solo squads I love when I win But I freaking hate when I lose Who am I? Someone who always likes to glide You decide if I'm worth being revived Suicide if it's not worth staying alive I'm down, please help me I'm down, please help me Who am I? Someone who always likes to glide You decide if I'm worth being revived Suicide if it's not worth staying alive I'm down, please help me I'm down, please help me
Someone who always likes to glide. glide. You decide if I'm worth being revived. Suicide if it's not worth staying alive. I'm down, please help me. I'm down, please help me. Who am I? Someone who always likes to glide. You decide if I'm worth being revived. Suicide if it's not worth staying alive. I'm down, please help me. I'm down, please help me. Hey, welcome back, Political Bomb Show. So today, we are going to be talking about how does one deal with the fallout of losing a friendship or someone that you emotionally attached to or had a strong emotional bond. That's better, actually. How do you cope with losing someone you had a strong emotional bond with? Very, very, very difficult to deal with. And why does it happen? Obviously, I'm talking about myself. It happens in the most inopportune, inopportune time when I just don't have the time to deal with it. Or maybe that is for the best because, uh, well, we're not going to talk about that right now. Let's uh, talk about the news, the news, the news. Don't lose the news, the news. Homicide surge in nation's capital, D.C. So let's see what this is all about, shall we? Okay, so D.C. sees more gun violence, deadlier shootings in 2018. Hopefully this trend does not continue in 2019. So 160 people died by homicide in 2018 up from 116 in 2017, a spike of about 40% in all of the 534 people shot by another person in D.C. through mid-December 23rd, I mean, through mid-December. 23% ultimately died according to statistics compiled by the Washington Post. That includes 12 deaths from previous years that police only recently deemed as homicides. See, the officials say more gun violence has contributed to the rising number of murders in D.C. So, let's hope that that trend does not continue. Let's make a deal for the brief invitation. Let's see what this is all about. Trump invites congressional leaders to White House for border security briefing. So, President Donald Trump has invited congressional leaders to the White House for a briefing on border security, the first face-to-face session involving Republicans and Democrats as the partial government shutdown entered its second week. Let it go on. I don't care. The briefing will occur one day after Democrats take control of the House and Trump gets his first taste of a divided government. It's going to be a mess. I already could tell you that. It's going to be messy. It's going to be messy, messy, messy. Trump says to calm down and enjoy the ride. Let's see what this is all about. Trump ushers in 2019 saying, calm down and enjoy the ride amid New Year challenges. Let's see what that means. It means, okay, so he tweeted. He still loved tweeting. President Donald Trump ushered in 
2019 in characteristic fashion with a tweet expressing supreme confidence in himself, contempt for the fake news media, and optimism for the country. The famously teetothering commander, whatever, in chief, proved he wasn't nursing a New Year's hangover. He don't drink, idiots. You know he don't drink. With the early morning, early, early morning tweet, his second of the freshly minted year. The first was a message praising former advisor Sebastian Gork, Gorka, who has a book out. Happy New Year, everyone, including the haters and the fake news media. The president tweeted 2019 will be a fantastic year for those not suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. Trump added, just calm down and enjoy the ride. Great things are happening for our country. And it's all in caps. I'm reading the tweet right there. It's all in caps. Trump also used Twitter to fire back at critic, a critic who had slammed him on television days earlier, labeling retired Army Gen Stanley McChrystal a Hillary lover with a big dumb mouth. Ooh, again, McChrystal appearing on ABC this week said Trump is immoral and doesn't tell the truth. Laura Ingram also tweeted saying media didn't like McChrystal until he started bashing Trump. This is true. Hey, what else do we have here? Year in numbers, 2,860 tweets, 66, okay, six, let's read this. This is an interesting thing to read. Tweets, confirmations, and rallies, Trump's years in numbers. Let's see. Something fun to, 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 uh, to read here, President Trump's second year in office was highlighted by controversial tweets, clashes over immigration policies, and federal judges, a return to the campaign trail, and much of the same internal chaos that shadowed his first year in office. Here's a look at the 2018 as told by some of the numbers that defined it. 2,860 number of tweets excluding retweets to 9 p.m. December 31st. Trump pumped out thousands of messages on Twitter in 2018, sending nearly 3,000 to December 31st, according to Twitter archives. In early 2018, Trump mocked North Korean leader Kim Jong-un over the size of his nuclear button. A couple months later, he tweeted that he had fired Secretary of State Rex Tillerson. By late 2018, the president was using Twitter to insult adult film star Stormy, Stormy Daniel, calling her horse face <laughs> amid a legal spat between the two. <laughs> a horse is a horse, of course, of course, unless your name is Stormy Dan. The, dem the president most consistently used Twitter to rail against his critics. He tweeted or retweeted the phrase witch hunt 139 times as of December 31st to attack special counsel Robert the Donkey Mueller, 
hee-haw, hee-haw, investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election, Trump took aim even more regularly at the press tweeting or retweeting the phrase fake news 193 times through December 31st. 66. The number of federal judges confirmed, including one Supreme Court judges. I'm just going to read the the highlights. I'm not going to read everything. I'm just going to read the numbers and what it is. 46 is the number of campaign rallies he held. 43% Trump's average approval rating in 2018. 5 billion Trump's demand for the wall, BTW. Five, the number of former Trump associates caught up in Mueller's donkey's investigation. Ten, the number of international trips Trump made. 1,497 Dow Jones loses in 2018. So that's a little highlight reel if you want to put it that way. Uh, what is this? Courtroom 4 resurrects Mueller the donkey team's prior botched legal work let's see how he resurrected it real justice department veteran emerges as Mueller's top courtroom advisory the a former federal prosecutor has emerged as special counsel Robert Mueller's most persistent courtroom critic it's not Rudy Giuliani a former US attorney and now President Trump's defender or any of the cable TV prosecutors turned pundits. He is Eric Dobler. I don't even know who he is. He uh, was a litigator for the Reed Smith Law Firm who knows international law and the DC playing field. So I don't care. I don't care. Poster boy for for prosecutorial misconduct is probably the same story, just worded differently. Yep, that's what they did. Okay. So what else? What else? Uh, car carrier on fire in Pacific. Some crew abandoned ship. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna skip. Let's see. Uh. Israel opposition in dramatic split ahead of election. Brazil's Brazil. Uh, who's this? Bolsonaro takes power amid high hopes of fears. I think he's right wing, if I'm not mistaken. I thought I read it somewhere. Let's see. Um, let's see. That that was sworn in. As president on Tuesday, taking reign of Latin America's largest and most populous nation with promises to overhaul Maurice's aspects of daily life and put an end to business as usual in government. So yeah, he sounds like he's like he's gonna shake things up. A fan of US President Donald Trump. Yep, so it sounds yep. Sounds good to me. Shake him up, shake him up, shake him up. Targets crime left wing ideology. Let's see what is this? No, oh, it's still about Brazil. He's I like him. 
Mexican mayor gunned down after being sworn in out. That's horrible. The cartel still at it? Sounds like sounds like it. Wow. So the governor of Mexico's southern state is condemning the slaying of a local mayor shortly after he took office. Um it it's not saying who who did it? He promised a thorough investigation and said a suspect was already in custody. Okay. But, uh. Yep, it's not saying if it's a cartel or not. It's not telling us. It's just, that's just my guess. I don't know. I don't know. Netflix polls show critical of Saudi government. What show is this? Let's see. Uh, Netflix polls episode of Hassan Min whatever Haji show that criticized the Saudi government. I don't know, even know. I don't know what show it is. I've never watched it. Update: What it means when says forty-five million watched movie. Which movie is it? Aquaman. Aquaman was awesome, by the way. But no, it's not Aquaman. Here's what Netflix means when it says more than 45 million people watched Bird Box. I don't even know what Bird Box is. Let's see. Netflix garnered attention last weekend when it announced that its Sandra Bullock-led film, Bird Box, was viewed more than 45 million different accounts doing its first seven days on the platform, which drew both cheers and snickers from many. The streaming giant resists releasing numerical viewing figures for its shows and movies, except for carefully curated ones like this 45 million figure for a bird box that causes intrigue and skepticism whenever they decide to actually put out the numerical figure of anything, which is what they did in a tweet below. The tweet says, took off my blindfold this morning to discover that 45 million 37 blah 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 Netflix accounts have already watched Bird Box. Best first seven days ever on Netflix film. It's almost making me want to watch it now. I don't even know what it's about. But hidden in that 45 million figure is something else that has become more important to Netflix. How long are people watching Netflix? Netflix counts a view for its movies as an account having watched at least 70% of the film's runtime including the credits because Bird Box is 124 minutes that means Netflix is saying over 45 million different accounts watched at least 87 minutes of the drama and each of those different accounts was only included once in Netflix tally even if Bird Box was watched by three different people at three different times on the same account. While that number 
may not be attractive to the filmmakers who probably want people to see their whole movie, it's important to Netflix. For the streamer, it's just as crucial to make sure its customers are finding something on their platform that is worth watching enough to keep paying their monthly fee. After all, the Black Mirror film, I didn't watch that either, with with its choose your own adventure narrative that Netflix released last Friday is designed to keep subscribers watching or playing its multiple times as the rap did for Netflix and other tech companies including Facebook and Snap this spent on platform is this is snap sort for snapchat I'm guessing anyway yeah I think I lost interest I'm not gonna go watch it after <laughs> who cares y'all know if you've been listening to the show where my mind is I am really almost there I don't have time for Netflix and, and streamers actually I do have it in the background as I'm packing and throwing stuff out so I guess I do have a use for it it's called background noise okay so what else do we have here BB says BB I'm guessing Netanyahu says he won't resign if indicted year and poll approval number for Trump it looks like it's 47 percent Yep, Daisy Daily Presidential Poll. Let's see the Rasmussen Daily Presidential Track Poll for Friday says shows the 47% of likely U.S. voters approve of President Trump's job performance, 52% disapprove. If if you like following polls, I never you I never uh I never. I never uh, go follow polls or vote in them. If I do, I'm usually lying just on purpose to mess it up. I'm sure other people do the same. Romney Pan's character shortfall in op-ed. I don't care about you, Romney. I didn't care about you last year or the year before that. I definitely don't care about you in 2019. So, F off. You heard it here first. My first... F of the season, <laughs> I mean of the new year. Okay, so what else do we have here? Uh, no more shoulders to cry on as couples seek robot counselors. Okay, I am not even, actually I should because I was talking about, uh, you know, my main topic is going to be how does one cope with with losing you know you losing favor with uh, someone that they were emotionally had an emotional bond with how do you cope with that well uh this may not tell you but this could help you with if you're a couple and it says here couples whose partnership is in difficulties could soon be bearing their souls to an AI chat box instead of human counselors. 
according to the head of Britain's biggest relationship charity. I, I just don't like chat box. I'm sorry. I don't like them. They, they don't seem real. I spoke when I, I told you guys about uh, was the chat box. Uh, was Com no, not Comcast, DirecTV. Actually, they never did call me back. They were supposed to call me back in seven days. They never did. So I assume that they know that they were wrong. So F off DirecTV. Okay, so uh, Rose Parade Float catches on fire. Fire, fire, fire. Chinese American Heritage Foundation float disabled by small fire disrupting Rose Parade route. Hmm. I guess it was a float malfunction and it caused a traffic jam at Tuesday morning. Chinese American Heritage Foundation's train float was disabled by a small fire and was towed for the rest of the parade route. So, um, yeah. No good. No, no, no good. Uh, uh, uh. No, 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 no good. I say no, no, no. No, 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 no good. Okay, what else? No. <laughs> I am so psychic to the stars reveals predictions for year and year ahead. Does anyone care? I don't care about. Well, I already let's see what it is. I don't believe in predictions. I really don't. What psychic Nikki sees for us in 2019? Psychic Nikki, psychic to the stars, is always in a good mood this time of year. December is a month of celebration for enjoying family and friends. It's also time for reflecting on the previous year and looking forward to the the next year many of Nikki's predictions many of Nikki's predictions for the last year came to pass so what does CC in the year ahead as the calendar turns from 2018 to 2019 and father time passes on his wisdom to the baby new year we ask psychic Nikki to shed some light on the year ahead. <gasps> this is what she had to say. The world will still be in tom turmoil. Sorry. As Nikki sees it, there are going to be a lot of protests worldwide and the U.S. government will be one of the big stories. The stock market is going to be up and down. So she's not really saying anything that it's like, I could say, I could have said this. It's like vague. I'm not reading anymore, you stupid psychic. Get out of here. Hmm. I think I read this already about this a smoke shop worker who was fired after an anti-Trump rant a customer. I'm pretty sure I read this before. I'm almost positive. So what's the update? Let's see. Update vape shop employees public tirade against Trump supporters latest 
TDS incident. Let's see here. This seems different. What is this? Um, Ian Ferguson says, Exhale City's corporate office later informed him that the employee was fired. We already talked about this already. Okay, yeah, I'm not going back to this. This racist guy. Yeah, nope, not going back there. Okay. What else? What else? What else? Top 10 what? Top 10 what? Top 10 Democrats for 2020. I don't know that I care. But I already opened the can of worms. So let's get it on. Uh, Indian Pocahontas fired the starting pistol for the 2020 presidential race on Monday when she announced she was forming an exploratory committee for a White House bid. Warren is the first top tire candidate to take such a major step, but plenty of others are expected to follow soon. Here, The Hill presents its initial rankings of the Democratic field. Representative Beto O'Rourke He's number one here. The old cliche holds that Republicans fall in line and Democrats fall in love when it comes to selecting presidential nominees. I'll stop you right there. I don't fall in no line, so F off. Continue. It's If that's true, it is good news for O'Rourke, who, who excited Democrats nationwide even while failing in his bid to unseat Senator Ted Cruz in the fall. O'Rourke came within three points of defeating Cruz in the strongly Republic, Republican state. More to the point, he proved to be a magnetic presence on the campaign trail and a fundraising juggernaut. He raised an astonishing $38 million in the third quarter of 2018 alone. A number of aides to former President Hussein Obama have also talked of O'Rourke drawing comparison between his appeal and that of the former President. Obama himself told his former aide David Axelrod that O'Rourke exhibited a similar sense of authenticity. <laughs> Ooh, 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 this guy is, is a mess. Okay, I can't take it. Shut up. Number two, we have Senator Bernie Sanders. Sanders is a divisive figure in the Democratic Party, not least because he is not a member of it, but the Vermont Independent has won a hugely devoted following with the Democratic Socialists. Well, he is a socialist, so it's no surprise there that he had been pushing for decades before it became fashionable. It's not fashionable. Number three, former Vice President Joe Bite Me. Bite Me Biden. Biden, Biden. Biden leads almost all 
opinion polls at this stage and how you rate his chances depends largely on how much they think that matters. A CNN poll earlier this month showed him with 30% support, more than double the level of the second place Sanders who grabbed 14%. Okay, what else? Number four, Kamala Harris. Harris, a first term senator and former attorney general of California, is one of the most intriguing figures in the race. She has made her national name in part through formidable prosecutorial questioning of figures aligned with Trump, including then Attorney General Jeff Sessions and Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Number five, Pocahontas, the video Warren released to mark the formation of her exploratory, I don't care, go on a reservation somewhere. Number six, Senator Sherrod Brown. Brown won his Senate re-election race comfortably in November in a state Trump carried by eight points against Clinton in 2016. This is uh, the core of his appeal of the, to the Democrats as a potential 2020 candidate. Number seven, Cory Booker. On paper, Booker should be a formidable candidate, a young African-American senator with obvious... No, he don't have any orator gifts. I'll give you an orator gift. But Booker has been dodged by suggestions that he is more interested in publicly publicity than action. Probably, probably is. Number eight, Amy Klobuchar. Klobuchar's political abilities are often underrated. Sometimes she could prove one more time if she presses forward. Number nine, former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg. Bloomberg, the media billionaire who served three times, three terms in New York City Mayor has given strong indication that he is considering a run for the White House. Run, girl, run. The owner for the Manaco. Number 10, the least one to get it, Senator Kristen Gillibrand. Gillibrand, Gillibrand, Gillibrand had made women's issues a key part of her appeal. Run, gal, run. Your appeal don't work around me. Okay, what else you got here? Um, We are not robots. Amazon warehouse employees pushed units. Yeah, it's, I, you know, that's, an, that's another reason why Amazon is just too big. They, they really do treat their employees horrible. I've in the past talked about, I'm, I don't remember which show exactly, but uh, where they basically work this lady to death almost. And they didn't want to pay her for uh, when she was uh, out sick on leave, medical leave. She had to fight for it. The poor lady. I can't remember the story exactly, but uh, Amazon is horrible for that. And this is a guy who I just ordered from Amazon just now. I, you know, I, the problem is I'm a consumer as well. And I have limited funds. As you know, I'm going to be a homeowner. I've talked about it a million times. So I have limited funds on where I can shop and 
I have to look for bargains. And I, I don't see, I went to go to eBay first, but even with the free shipping, for instance, I ordered this really cool uh, mailbox. It's the very first thing I ordered for my new house. It's like a, it's really cool. It locks, it's weatherproof. It has a slot for newspapers and magazines. And eBay had it with free shipping for 100 and what 115 bucks around there where Amazon had it with it the shipping was not included and it still ended up being a lot less for $99 almost 100 bucks so basically $15 less and $15 may not sound like a lot but $15 here $10 here for it adds up so I had to I you know had to, to get it so uh, yeah I always try eBay first and if I I have to go with a bargain. I'm sorry. I want them to be broken up. I still want them to be broken up. They're still too big, but I have to shop where my money, my dollars could stretch. You know, that's I have no choice. Walmart didn't have have what I wanted, and they who knows if they don't treat some of their uh, workers the same way. I don't know. But anyway, where let's read this. So um, as Amazon's workforce has more than doubled over the past three years. Workers at Amazon Fulfillment Center warehouses in the United States have started organizing and pushing towards forming a union to fight back against the company's treatment of its workers. Amazon global workforce reached more than 613,000 employees worldwide, according to its latest query quarterly earnings report, not including the 100,000 temporary employees and the company hired that they hired for the holiday. Um, Amazon is a very big company. They need to have a union put in place, said an Amazon worker who requested to remain anonymous. The worker has been with the company for two years and was transferred to Staten Island when it opened in October 2018. They overworked her. They overworked you and you're like a number to them it's true you know what you know what it reminds me of i think they're taking the model of uh of uh jc penny warehouse when i worked there and fedex fedex was it fedex ground one of those i were i think it was fedex ground it's taking the same model that's just how it works there i'm sorry to put it that way but they really that's how they treat you i can speak for experience from experience from both of them when i worked at jc penny and uh you had the the uh supervisor or manager whatever i'm not sure if it was, i think it was a he was a manager and there would be boxes coming down a conveyor belt and we had to to lift packages off and put them in their right spots and some of the packages were heavy like if there were boxes filled with batteries or whatever and he would be there would be there basically yelling like a drill sergeant faster 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 boy them faster 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 come on come on do it move it move it move it i'm not exaggerating i'm not exaggerating and the same thing with the with fedex faster 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 I said, F this. And he was like, get back here, Blinden. Get back here. I was like, F you. I quit. So I did walk out on that one. There was no way that I was going to deal with it. I wasn't going to deal with it. I refused to deal with it. So I could. So Amazon is, is the same thing. That's just how it is. That's how those, those type of. Uh, that's how fulfillment fulfillment uh, places work. It's a horrible thing. I'm sorry to, that it's happening. But uh, you don't have to put up with it. Just quit. 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 
quit. Now it's easier said than done. I've tried quitting before where I was I was kinda stuck and um you can't just quit, especially if you're living on your own, you're paying rent, your bills, who's gonna pay them for you? So uh let's take a quick break. I'll be right back after this. So today we're going to be talking about how to cope with an emotional bond that's been broken. But let's see if there's anything else in the news right now that's worth mentioning. Uh, bank pulled back as reward cards gain fantastic following. Sex workers using Twitter for BDSM meetups. Wow. Marine dead after shooting at Washington, D.C. barracks. Indian women form 385 mile human chain for equality miami prostitutes drug addicts reveal heroin tales um from the streets 
missing taco sauce, sparks, gunfire, a taco bell, doing <laughs> drive through. Okay, no. Uh, no, this can't be real. This gotta be punking me. This can't be real. Missing taco sauce, sparks, gunfire, at Taco Bell. It's gotta be a fatty in uh, in Oklahoma City. It's gotta be a fatty. Over food? Are you kidding me? A Taco Bell customer angry about not getting any taco sauce shot out a drive-through window early Monday at an Oklahoma City restaurant. Police say Jared Hubert. Wow, unreal. I can't believe this. This is really... I, I gotta see a picture of of, of Gerald. He's gotta be a fatty. A Taco Bell customer sh shot one... Shot out a drive through window and stormed into the Oklahoma City restaurant early Monday following a confrontation about taco sauce. Coco... I mean, K-O-C-O reported. A man was complaining about not getting enough sauce or not getting any taco sauce and was very upset, said Sergeant Gary Knight, KFOR reports. So he's going to lose his gun license and go to jail. Oh, oh, what an idiot. Because of some taco sauce? He's stupid. The clash started in a drive through lane about 1.25 a.m. So I wonder if he was drunk. At the... Uh, 2116 Southwest 59th Street restaurant. The angry customer shot out the drive through window with a semi automatic hand gun. Uh, uh, uh. Unbelievable. He stormed inside as employees locked themselves in the bathroom. The Oklahoma man reported workers could hear him banging around inside the restaurant. It's unclear exactly what he did while he was in there as they were hiding, Knight said. Um, the man eventually left before police arrived. Police are continuing to investigate. So they didn't find him? You mean this Taco Bell didn't have cameras at all? You gotta be kidding. Just gotta be kidding me. I just can't believe it. He's gotta be a fatty. I don't care what anyone says. He's a fatty. You're fatty, a fatty, no taco sauce, fatty, no taco sauce, fatty, no taco sauce, you're a fat ass. Okay, man chomps on metal nail after biting into Chipotle again? Oh my goodness, Chipotle, I don't eat there anymore by the way, I just don't. Ever since they had the problem with, uh, on this show, wow, I see the metal nail, that's, oh, crazy. Oh man, that's a lawsuit. That's a lawsuit. That's a lawsuit. Uh, the man says he damaged his teeth on a metal nail that was inside of his burrito at the Chipotle restaurant in Sanagas. Unbelievable, huh? Wow. Speaking of of Chipotle, it's, it's just just see what I mean. I'm getting choked up. I'll just <laughs> anyway. Let's continue on. It's basically the the uh, show's topic about how do you cope with with uh, losing an emotional bond. This person they just love Chipotle, which Chipotle uh, is disgusting. But anyway, uh, Jetpack Racing League 
poised to take off. I don't care. Poise this. Catcher in rise still relevant. CDC warns tough flu season on the way. Tough flu season on the way. Dangerous shift to desert crossings. Was porn store really cyber bully to death? Women's magazines dying. USA fires tear gas to stop migrants from breaching border. You should fire something else. Build a wall. Okay, build a damn wall. Tough 2018 for Pope ends with spokesman resigning. Vatican blocked U.S. bishops from addressing sex abuse. Um, Khan slam for turning London show into EU tribute. Khan is a con. Khan is a con. CNN host blast NYPD. Embarrassed for America. Viewers slam NBC for train wreck New York. Eve's coverage. Uh, what else? Anything good? Anything good? Um, no, I don't really see much. So let's uh, take a quick break and come back and we will get to the main topic. song just to depress you When this song is done you'll need a tissue You could have smiled didn't want you to to depress you And now You're starting to bow But you wish you were dead For no reason at all But why Keep playing the song If it makes you so sad But you can't turn it off I wrote this song just to depress you When this song is done, you'll need a tissue You could have smiled, didn't want you to Cause I made this song just to depress you Satisfied Until everyone 
of the day how does one cope with losing an emotional bond so i guess i'll talk about my own experiences because everyone's different you might may deal with it differently when i was younger i dealt with it in the only way that i knew how and that was with alcohol and uh that's not the right way because alcohol as you know is a depressant and that just made the matter worse and so sometimes i'm still drawn back to doing that when it gets worse and worse because the problem is it you know depending on how how close of a bond because emotional bonds are the strongest and so and they're, they're the strongest when once they're formed and bonded and they're also that's why it hurts so much when they, they're broken because it's also very difficult to break and it's still, it's actually not broken. It's like in the process of ripping apart like like a powerful magic and it's like really painful. And that's what it feels like. And it's like, like feels like it rips, ripping you from the inside out. It's really not a good feel at all. That's why I try never to do this. But I feel like emotional bonds and falling in love or and being in love it has one thing in common, and that is, you you you, you can't um, help who you who this happens with. You can't. I don't think you can't help who you fall in love with. And you can't help who you form emotional bonds with. I think they have those two things in common, and uh, they both hurt. But when uh, you know, and and they, it's just I don't know. It's just when it's broken, it's like. For me, anyways, like right now, I'm it. It's more. It's magnified more because I have a lot on my plate right now. I'm very stressed out. My job is very, 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 very much so stressing me out right now. And that, and this time, it's not the job's fault. It's someone at the job. Basically, they are holding up the process of me getting a home by not filling out paperwork. That was requested of them. They failed it out wrong. And they don't reply to emails or telephone calls and voice messages. And it's really stressing me out because everything went smoothly up until I, I got to her. You know, she's really pissing me off. And I need to find, you know, I'm going to have to ask my boss who her boss is so I can file a, a, a complaint. Because I, if I'm telling you, if I don't close on the day I'm supposed to close and it's because of her, oh, it's going to be a 
mm, mm, mm. I'm not, I don't even want to get into it, but, uh, but I say that to say that, so I'm stressed out enough as, as it is, as far as moving and, and being a homeowner in the process and all the stress that goes along with that, so I don't need this emotional bond that's being split apart, that's just like tearing me up from the inside out, it's not something that I would wish on anyone it's not good and yep of course one can say I did it to myself but I also feel that what I said when I was in a drunken state was misinterpreted and or maybe it was misinterpreted but they're just hurt by what I said and so you could feel it the, the, the thing is about emotional bonds you, you don't even have to see the person the bond is strong but when it's not strong and it's being ripped apart and you still you don't see them you could feel you could feel the uh i don't know for lack of a better word you could feel the the tension you know you could feel the split and i don't i don't pretty much i don't see them and um the split i could feel the emotional tension the emotional bond being ripped away it's uh it's a difficult situation i don't even want to talk about it but how do I deal with it? So, um, you know, obviously I'm not going to get drunk. I'm not doing that anymore. I am going to have a few drinks, but not drunk. So how I'm dealing with it is, is I'm just putting my energy into packing and throwing stuff out. So that's the way how I've been dealing with it. But the problem is, is, is uh, since I live alone, I am I drown in my own thoughts. If, I don't know if that makes any sense. You know, like... If you live with with a boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, you have someone to bounce off of. You can uh, vent. But when you're alone by yourself, living alone by yourself, you, you cannot vent to anyone. I mean, you could call, obviously. You could call someone on the phone and vent. But it's not the same as venting with someone that's there with you and they could, you know, help you through it emotionally. So I'm having to bear that burden, and it's a very tough one, and I can't deal with it right now. It's like magnified because I have this stuff with the house going on. If I didn't have the stuff with the house going on, and it was, the process was going smoothly up until this stupid lady um, isn't doing what she's supposed to do. So the stress of that, because it's really not that far away. We're already January 2nd already. We're in crunch time now. So I need this. I need her to get in gear really fast. That's all I'm saying about the, her. But uh, this emotional thing is killing me. I, I can't deal with it. That's why I try, try not to do it. But, but like I said, it's not up to us who we fall in love with or who we who we form emotional bonds with, especially when when friends are like family. I mean, they literally are like family, especially if you feel like your family is not around and you're by yourself. You form certain bonds with some friends and the friendship is like, like losing a family member. So, and I'm like being really contradicting myself because when I, what I said in my uh, P bombshell Snapchat, it's sort of the the opposite of what I'm saying here. You know, they felt that 
well, I swear, basically paraphrasing because I said that they weren't really, really a true friend like they said. Because if I they needed if I needed them, they wouldn't be there for me. And I think that he took that to real heart, and he just, you know, what could I say? You can't unwind the clock. You can't rewind the clock. So I said it. I may have felt it at the time that way. Do I feel bad about it? Yeah, I do feel bad about it, but a part of me, I had to say it, it was what I felt, so obviously I shouldn't have been public about it like that, but the cat's out of the bag. You can't put the cat back or the genie's out of the bottle, however you want to say it. You can't undo what you said. I can't undo what I said, even if I wanted to undo it. I can't undo it. I can't undo it. I just can't. So, um, I don't know. So, even if I saw them and I said, sorry, that's not, it's not really not gonna do anything. Because that's really a big thing, If especially if, if he felt that we were, we, we did have this emotional bond and I pretty much spit on it. And so, yeah. As they say, I uh, made my bed and now I'm going to have to lie in it. So that's just how it is. I'm going to lie in my bed and I nothing I can do about it. But eventually, eventually, everyone heals. You know, eventually someone else is going to come along that's going to fill the void of uh, of that emotional bond. I'm not saying taking the place of the emotional bond, but filling the void of that emotional bond. Because I don't think anyone can generally just come in and take someone's place. If if someone could just come in and take someone else's place, then it wasn't really real to begin with. So that's, yeah, I think the void will be filled. But I just don't, uh, I just don't think that uh, it's, it's, it, the stronger that the emotional bond was, the longer it takes to uh, to to get on track, and it's easier when you don't have to run into them. It's easier, so I'm really happy that we're on different schedules. So I don't get to run into them. Yep, I felt really horrible the other day when basically I was supposed to go and meet them, and uh, I clearly they didn't want to meet with me they they told this you know they told management that why don't I just do it myself and it, basically that's what I did but I felt like yeah they definitely did not want to any part of me so but I mean I haven't looked at his recent snapchats because I, I stopped looking at it as he stopped looking at mine weeks ago um, but up until a week ago, he seems to be doing fine, but I did do a show called things aren't, people aren't, aren't exactly what they seem to be on social media and, uh, and work environment. So that was pretty much about that. So you can tell that this is bothering me because this is, this is an ongoing show, basically still continuing talking about the situation. So that's how I know it's a, it was a strong emotional bond and I made a mistake by uh, saying that stuff but um, 
I can't do anything about it and I'm not going to try to do anything about it because I'm not like that. Once I have, I have basically I have to own up to my mistakes. So if, if my mistake cost that friendship, then it cost the friendship. I'm not, I can't be that person again who begs, even though it was my own fault. I did that before. It's the most, it's the worst feeling. I don't beg anymore. I just won't do it. I'm not going to humiliate myself that way especially if you beg and you get shot down that's even worse so um oh what's that um i can't even think of the the, the saying but um yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go that route i'm not i'm just gonna like i said uh just move on and do the best I can. And um, looking forward to having a, a puppy again. It's been too long since I've been a dog person. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. That will definitely uh, help me a lot. Because I'm a dog person. And I have been, haven't been allowed to have a dog in I don't know how long. It's been way too long. I have gray hairs now. <laughs> so just to show you. Gray hairs. Well, gray beard anyway. And that's how long it's been since I had a dog. So, definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Trying not to think about this. But like I said, living on your own, I get, I drown in my thoughts. I drown in my, <coughs> I drown in my thoughts. Because uh, I have nothing, to, no one to bounce off of. So I literally drown in my own thoughts. And there's nothing I can do. I drown in my own thoughts. I really and truly drown in my own thoughts. So um, there's nothing I can do. Obviously, yeah, I could pick up the phone and call and try to, to talk and and um, make things better. Obviously, I, there's always that option. But um, I'm not going to do that. I, I feel like... I feel like... Uh, I feel like it. maybe it's too late to do something like that. It's never too late, I guess, if you really and truly had a, an emotional bond with someone, then it's it's usually never too late. But um, I'm just going to let things go. I mean, in the past, when I was upset at him, he uh, gave, him, gave me the space that I needed, and I finally came around. So I will, but I mean... He didn't. He didn't. Didn't say something that would disturb the emotional bond. It was more of, of a no no show for um, deep sea fishing or some such thing like that. So it's not the same as to basically say it, tell him tell him that he was never a true friend. He was fake and whatever. That's bad stuff. So this he may not ever never come back around and. Now that I think about it, if if it were, the shoe was on the other foot, I'd probably be uh, probably be doing the same thing, if not more. I probably would would have instantly took him off of my my Snapchat and probably block his number. But he didn't do any of those things yet. But it's probably coming sooner or later. But um, I don't want to think about these things. I don't have I don't have the uh, 
I don't have the uh, the time to think about things and draw my own thoughts. I can't allow that to happen. I have to continue continue um, getting stuff ready to move in, which is I'm um, stressed out. This lady from my job, she's really really aggravated me. She really is. So I'm gonna wait until the end of this week, and or wait until my my loan person called back and said, what's going on? This lady isn't getting back to us. And I'm going to, I'm going to ask my boss who her boss is because I'm sick of her. She's not going to, going to delay my, my closing. She really isn't. She really is not going to do it. So right now she's stressing me out. She really is. So I have that going on in my head. The emotional bond. I can't even describe it. If I could try to describe it, the only way I could describe it is it feels like not like not like when you're in love and you're and you uh and someone dumps you. It's not that kind of feeling. It's it's more I can't, it's like I can't describe it. It's so hard to describe how to describe uh more losing an emotional bond. It feels like it feels like an emptiness, like an emptiness. Like imagine if you were you are, you know, it just feels like an emptiness, and it's not a good feeling. That's the only way I could put it. I don't know how else to, how else to uh, say it. It feels like an emptiness, and um, it's not a good thing. I can't. I can only imagine that uh, that my what I said really, really, really got you know got to him because he. He's never, he's never uh, completely just avoid and shut down on me like that before. So this must have really, uh, must have really bothered him. But uh, like I said, there's not, I can't do anything about it. Do I like hurting people, especially people who I have a close bond with? No, of course not. Of course not. Does it happen more often than not? Probably. But that's probably because I'm so so used to just being alone and, and just just so used to just blatantly saying things that how could I put it? I'm like, uh, it's a word for it. I can't think about it. When something is on my mind, I just I just say it without thinking sometimes. I shoot from the hip a lot. I shoot from the hip a lot. And I'm emotionally fueled so so if and especially if i'm if i'm drinking because alcohol is a depressant and if, and and if you expect to hear from someone that that you're close to like a like a brother type and you don't hear from them on christmas and and furthermore on and no holidays and they they don't and really uh not even they not even attempt to invite you or they uh you know stuff like that it's just that's when there's no wonder i said the things i, I felt i was that's just how i felt at that time where I, I try i invite him to do things but he rarely ever invited me to do things probably almost never really once he i i, I saw how much fun he was having bowling i love bowling i was and he said that next time he goes he he's invite me i bet he probably forgot about that but i didn't because i you know I really thought that he was going to invite me to do that, but uh, he never did. 
he never did and uh so i am guessing that i did the cardinal sin and that is i let things build up and build up and build up and build up until finally at christmas when i didn't even hear from him to say merry christmas remember this is someone that i have an emotional bond with and i i feel like they're like a brother type now one might be saying well, how come you didn't get upset with brother chris well that's different because brother chris is like he's been we've been friends forever now and uh he uh he does you know just call our and or text because we mostly we mostly text that's what we do we don't this generation we don't really talk on the phone much or i shouldn't say we i i didn't grow up this way but i certainly I'm conformed to, to text and that's the new the new talking I guess <laughs> but uh, he I think the reason is because he will contact me to talk about you know imp things that are important to me like the other day actually he uh, Christmas I mean New Year's Eve in fact I think yeah I'm pretty sure it was New Year's Eve he wished me a, a new year and he genuinely showed you know happiness about my being a being a homeowner, he's happy that everything is going well and so forth. And so he does talk. To, we do talk about stuff that's not, that's outside, and we, you know, outside of just work stuff. And so that's why I don't take it as, you know, I don't take it as as hard <clears throat> with him as I did, because him the other one that I'm, we're having an emotional rift because he's the opposite that he. He don't ever really talk about important things or at all. He actually, I don't know if that's just his personality. He's just quiet about things and I have to pry it out of him. But, uh, or used to anyway. But, okay, so, yeah, this isn't a good, this isn't a good start to 2019. This is like a downer show. Did not want to do a downer show, but that's just how I am. I, I do things from the heart and this show was, is coming from the heart. That's what I'm feeling now. I you know, only talk about what I'm feeling I'm going through that's what I always talk about so you know I'm not a, I'm not gonna fake and front about things now you know I'm gonna talk about things that uh, that's relevant so anyway I hope that uh, everyone's gonna have prosperous uh, new year and uh, hopefully many of you didn't drink and drive and get into any accidents or hurt anyone or yourself and I think that's about it. I could keep going on and on, but the more I talk, the more it's just uh, it's just too much. I don't, I can't deal with it right now. You know, Friday is going to be a difficult Friday because as far as the work schedule goes, I'm going to start much earlier than I normally do. That this was the other thing that's been saving me is that the schedule is 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 not the same, and so. There's usually no chance of bumping into to him at all. But Friday, the chances have increased because I'm going to be starting early, earlier than I normally start. And so it's going to be, obviously, I'm prob most likely going to avoid him as he's going to probably want to avoid me, I'm pretty sure. Because, like I said, I could tell he's not, he's not, not effing with me, <laughs> put it that way. So, uh. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a really, really, really intense 
uh, what you call it, tense. It's going to be a lot of tension that you could cut a knife with tension if we bump into each other. But I don't think it's going to happen. I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't don't know what. I'm I'm just going to just uh, feed. I usually feed off of of someone else. I've this isn't my first time I've been here. I've, I've been here before with with other friends that I formed a uh, close bond with. Who one friend he wanted me because he was friends with someone else close to them and he gave me the ultimatum to be friends with them as well otherwise he won't be my friend and he put me in, and he made my life a nightmare because and uh, again the work schedule was the same and so he made my my life a nightmare I mean he literally did things to just to make me go like insane like like really and truly it was just he was being a nightmare and it it was tough it was tough i mean i literally had had to drink i drank every night after dealing with that that's how bad he was but i don't think that this person is is he's not that type he's not i don't think he's gonna want to be confrontational but uh jc he was very confrontational he just got in my face he he just wanted the confrontation and it was hard enough and in a work environment at that it was a difficult oh man i tell you i don't want to so I'm, I'm glad that at least i won't go i'm almost a hundred percent sure that i'm not going to go through that because I'm, I'm pretty sure there's going to be no confrontation i it's a safe bet if i was in a stock market i would it'd be a safe safe bet to put my money in that basket that I'm not gonna have to go through that because I can't go through that right now. If, if if I have to go through a confrontation, I'm not gonna survive. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I gotta be honest. I'm not gonna survive. I have to go through a confrontation like I did with JC because he was uh was something else. Okay, so that's enough of that. That's enough of that. That's enough. Um, let's uh look at the news feed one more time and then we're gonna close the show. Uh, anything good? I'm not looking. I'm not seeing anything. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Not seeing anything at all here. MS, what is this? MSM. He will step down. Who is? What's M? What's this? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. The Hill says. Uh, oh, this is this. This is this prediction thing. Prediction says Trump. Trump goes unexpected. Candidate emerges in 2019. A nuke chapter in american history unfolds with a st with a start of another year here are some predictions in 2019 first prediction is donald j trump presidency will not survive 2019 the downward tragedy of every aspect of his tenure indicates we are headed for a spectacular political crash and burn and fairly soon his increasingly erratic and angry behavior his self-imposed isolation in the inability and refusal to listen to smart advisors that he hired all are leading him to this per uh precipice i don't i don't agree with this i don't think it's gonna happen i don't think it's gonna happen at all. If, if that happened that's gonna drive me even more over the edge but i don't think that's gonna happen that's something like caca democrat liberal caca that's a good way to end the show with democrat liberal caca okay that's enough 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 enough
Um, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know. I really don't know what to say here. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't depress anyone on this this new year. I really hope not. You know, because uh, that that wasn't my intention. It wasn't my intentions. I just wanted to just. I guess that's what I'm feeling now. You know, that's what I'm feeling now. So uh, I am sorry if I depressed it. If I depressed it, <laughs> that's not a word. Depressed it. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Hmm. Let's see. How do we end this show? Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, baby.